You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome back to uh, Linked AM. It's Carl here on Business Class News, and uh, my goodness, I am so excited about this next uh, topic that we're going to be talking about. I just, I just got the, uh, the the information from my producer, and uh, they put it in front of me, and we're going to be talking about, looks like, you know, Xbox, um, uh, PlayStation, Fortune, Call of Duty. Wait a minute. Why are we talking about, you know, games? This is a business show, isn't it? Uh, surely there's no... You got the, you got me the wrong guest sheet here, guys. What? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. You can't hear what they're telling me in my ear, but what they're saying is that this is actually a, a subject that we need to be talking about. It's about interactive games, and I should really know this because several years ago, I was actually involved um, in, in a project that was looking at edgy games, and um, and it all stemmed from. And in fact, on the guest that we had. Uh, last week we were talking about this she was a speech therapist she owned about 10 speech therapist centers for kids and we were talking about how games can actually really help with um, their learning uh, abilities etc and uh, I told the story about how my kids they seem to finish a game within about four hours and they want to go out and then and then buy another one because they've learned it they, they've, they've gone through that repetition so so why don't I bring on um, because uh, you know it, this is a subject as I say that's really really important if you're not doing this now you need to be thinking about this within your corporation within your your organization um, a, a guy called uh, Bill Bronsky uh, he's actually the the senior Senior Solutions Architect at, uh, at Globen for their Artificial Intelligence uh, Studio. Um, and, as you know, we've been bringing uh, people on from our friends over at uh, Globen uh, over the past few weeks talking about different subjects, which is, uh, again, just enlightening. I mean, it really, really is amazing what they're doing out there. And so, so first of all, why don't I stop talking? Let's play the game, as they say. Let's bring Br Bill on. Bill, thanks for joining me this morning. Well, thank you for uh, allowing me to join you. This is uh, really exciting and eager to get into it. That's fantastic. Well, this isn't a multiplayer game. This is just you and me. So, uh, but of course, we got the audience out there. I hope uh, listening and, and really wondering what what we're going about to be talking about. Now, so I started the segment off talking about you know, oh my goodness, why is games important for 
business. Well, I think the word game, I think, is the is the mis uh, the misunderstanding there of that 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 word. Um, it, it's about interaction, isn't it? So, how, how do you see this working in the business world? Well, absolutely. Over the last oh two or so decades, we've really seen gaming become a super fast paced and ever expanding. Uh, multi-billion dollar a year market. Um, and in that, we've seen um, that enthusiasts and the games themselves, the content, uh, the, the subject matter, has really served to really shape our culture. And it's also driven innovation around consumer and customer experiences. So I, I think as businesses uh, that are relevant today and tomorrow, um, it would serve us well to take some cues from this industry. Well, I think I think all the other thing is as well that the people that that are being you know uh, sort of put in front of these uh, interactive experiences, you know, they start off as kids, but then they grow up and they actually become you know part of the workforce, and then that's how they they want to actually. Uh, sort of uh, consume knowledge as well because that's the way they've been doing it since they've been growing up. I think that's a big part of it as well, isn't it? That's absolutely correct. Um, we, we call it being digitally native. Um, so, so we have a workforce that is coming uh, into age where, um, where, like you said, their expectations have been driven to have um, these digital experiences in their own ecosystem on demand. So, so when when you when you sort of start thinking about you know uh, putting a digital sort of experience into an organization, what what should somebody be thinking about? I mean, I, is it is it the the um, uh, the way that your workforce is you know, com, you know you know made up of is it, or do you just have to think well okay this is a learning uh, module and how can I gamify it? Well, it's, it's real difficult for a traditional company, for example, to transform um, themselves internally to meet the innovation demands in today's uh, business world. I think um, consumer demands will continue to um, uh, drive what uh, uh, product and service companies need to deliver. They need to be ahead of the curve and understand the trends uh, in the culture, the expectations that are hidden uh, just around the corner and, and be able to adapt readily. So I think there are a lot of cues that we can take from technology companies, even if we aren't a traditionally uh, a tra technology company. So so what I'm hearing is that, that you, you know, you've, you've got to get there somehow. <laughs> you've got because yeah. if you don't then you, you you're going to be behind the curve uh, ball yes. uh, and literally you're going to you're going to be um you know not as competitive uh, from a consumer as you say there's two sides of the street is isn't there there's there's the consumer side where if you're going out and engaging and trying to get the consumer to maybe do a loyalty type of thing where you're engaging them with some sort of gamification and then there's that culture side uh, which we started talking about with star me up that you your your, your program there at globan uh, of how you can connect gamification into you know that loyalty side from a from a, an employee base so really it's a case of understanding where do you want to take this first and and what what is the the, the lowest hanging fruit as such 
Right, absolutely. I, I think there are three vectors that we need to always uh, keep in mind, and that is, you've mentioned two of those, um, you know, our products and our services, there's our customers and our partners, but there's also the internal teams and members. And I think all three of those need to be kind of uh, uh, marching together uh, along this, this new era of digital transformation in order for it to be real. I think, you know, consistency is, is key. I mean, one, one of the things we talk about for when we're talking about marketing as well is let, let's make sure. So, so that's, that's actually, this is actually quite interesting because, you know, we talk about this from when we're talking about marketing, about branding and make sure that you're consistent with your messages, et cetera, and how you, you communicate not only within the internal culture, but then you extend that through to your customers so that, you, that they feel that, that, that connectedness. But you've just said that technology should be the same. I've never even thought of it that way before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. As we look at um, you know, what's been coined the cognitive enterprise, it's super important that we remember that people come first, the processes and the technology serve the people. And I think that's how we can remain agile and adept and serve our consumers and our partners best. So, um, you know, we, we all have laptops and we have desktops, et cetera. Um, but, but, you know, in this, this age of mobility as such, um, are tablets and, and mobile phones important when you're looking at that digital strategy of how to connect with some sort of, you know, gamification side of things in, in either of those three uh, sectors that you just mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. I think that technology touch points are expected now to always be within reach. There is no, um, you know, uh, location-based services anymore. It it needs to go with me. It needs to be an extension of my life, an extension of my lifestyle, an extension of me. So, what 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 are you actually? What trends are you seeing out there? you know, from from a let's let's look at the the global you know industry sector. So don't let's just choose one sector, but just from a uh, from a sort of a thousand foot view, what what trends are you seeing from people and from corporations? How are they trying to to do this? Yeah, I you know there there doesn't seem to be any industry that is immune from um, the digital uh, the emotional digital touch. Um, and, you know, those touch points are mobile phone enabled services. Um, you, you mentioned gamification and, and great example just this morning as I'm purchasing my Starbucks, right, going through my morning routine for um, the mobile touch point to know what my most frequent order is, to know what location I'm in, recognize me by name and have that order uh, right there on the table for me. And uh, of course, tipping and all of that is in that same context. Um, and then we can see the gamification come in when a specific uh, time constrained uh, loyalty program or, or campaign would be run, such as, you know, buy five drinks in the next week and, you know, get some bonus points. Um, so, you know, clearly retail has uh, has seen that transformation and those that are leading in retail are are doing that. Um, You know, we've also seen in like airlines and travel, um, thinking about just the recent 
um, trip that I had where from my mobile phone, not only was I able to check in, but I could change my seat location. Um, understanding that maybe my preferences had changed from when I purchased my ticket, being able to, uh, in that same context of checking in, uh, determine on a whim's notice that I want to change my flight seat. Uh, you know, just a couple uh, scenarios there. Um, we can talk about how autom automotive has been completely transformed by expectations driven from those youth that you mentioned that have been exposed to high-performance automobiles that uh, you know most of us will probably never be able to afford. But they've been um, they've been socialized or conditioned, if you will, to begin demanding those those high uh, uh, high cost luxury features regardless of their budget level. So, you know, we're seeing uh, the digital impact all across our culture. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned there, of course, retail and retails, uh, as you say, a big adopter of, of this early on. Uh, but, but also from a business to business standpoint as well, I've seen as I go to some of these trade shows, um, you know, ways of how to capture information um, at the booth, uh, as such, but it used to be the old. What was it? Where go and put your business card in the goldfish bowl, as such. But mm. now it's become much more of an interactive sort of um, collect data collection area, isn't it? Because Absolutely. that that's 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 important. Because I remember when, when I used to go to trade shows um, as 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 a person that bought the booth, I'd I'd say, look, I want to make sure that I get my return of my investment back. Because I don't just want to get uh, goldfish bowl business cards. I want business. And so if you do it right, I would think you can actually interact and then have that whole data stream that we talked about in some of the other Globant uh, interviews that we've had, where we take that streaming data from the gamification piece to um, to the sales force. Is that, is that another way? I, I'm, I'm maybe overthinking this. No, I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, the virtualization of business cards is is kind of a, the example that you're bringing up, and and more than just trading a business contact, is the the ability now to to trade or exchange almost your thought process and your thinking. We see in LinkedIn, um, you know, as we as we uh, friend or or link in with other business members, um, we see that we now have access to their um, to their cognition, their way of thinking and the things they they post and their networks themselves. So it's it's almost the tip of the iceberg when we exchange that virtual business card. Well, it's being relevant, isn't it? I mean, if you if you actually know as you captured that information and they give you a little bit of a, a snippet of you know what their interest is, um, because we, we have this saying here, um, fair exchange of value. Um, if you give me your information, I'll give you something back as a reward. Uh, and of course, because everybody's like, you know, hyper precious about their personal data now. But as you say, if they see they're going to get something on the back end, then they'll they're willing to give at least that that little bit of information, which allows us then to start that conversation and start to get deeper into, you know, how can we make this prospect and this suspect as a as, as a customer. Uh, and that's where that data comes in. Yes. Yeah, we we've seen some initiatives um, by data providers 
to, um, to, to create these virtual cards that can be exchanged within an industry. So for example, oceanographic data, um, you know, oceanographic uh, mapped data, um, you know, in certain industries, that's super important. And being able to uh, essentially share the studies and the research you've done on an area of the globe under sea with somebody else by virtue of just sharing a virtual card is super rich and compelling. So, so your title, I love this because, uh, you know, I, I think I, it was before this name came out, but I, I realized this is what I used to be. Um, a, a, you're the senior solutions architect, okay? So you're not stood at a drafting board and you're trying to, you know, build a, build a building here. What, what does solutions architecture really mean in your world? Yeah, that's a great question. And sometimes I ask myself, that every day because my job is different every day. Um, so essentially a, a solutions architect in the uh, software world is one that has uh, some deep and bre uh, a wide experience in software development and customer software engineering such that they can lend their expertise wherever that is most needed. In most cases, it would be similar to building a building in that it would provide a general generalized framework uh, for the delivery teams to work within, um, setting expectations, notions about constraints, obstacles, how they would be overcome, materials, in this case, you know, libraries or, or language or technology stacks that should be used, et cetera. So um, we tr I, I like to say that we try to uh, protect teams from going down the wrong way uh, early on in the process. Well, that's that, and that's that, that is not only a good thing to do, but it also saves the company thousands of dollars. If because if you if you make the wrong you know, left turn instead of right turn, um, you know that that could be a whole redevelopment. And so people like yourselves are essential uh, to make sure that the project's on time and on budget. And we like to talk about that here on Business Class News to make sure that you know our listeners and viewers and readers etc get to get to really um, understand that it's important to bring people like you at Globen in uh, in the early stages uh, of uh, of the conceptual side isn't it it's because well so I'm a company okay I'm, I'm, a, I'm a listener out there right now um, and I think I know what I, I need but I'm not too sure. What is the best starting point for me as a potential client of Globen uh, to come and uh, come and talk to you? How, how, what's the best way of doing that? Absolutely, great question. You know, everything begins with a conversation. Uh, you know, our Globen teams will engage with our customers uh, through the use of conversation, and that really develops, um, you know, a generalized framework for what the problem is that is attempting to be uh, solved. Uh, again, listing out some of those constraints and limitations and expectations. And, and from there, Globin has 22 uh, very rich, deep centers of excellence, um, essentially across every technology uh, stack and uh, service you can think of. And we will engage the, the appropriate team members and the appropriate leads uh, as that necessitates. 
So, I mean, it's, I think it's very important to have those subject matter experts as part of your team. And, and, and what I've found uh, over the past few conversations with your colleagues um, in the different, and that you call them studios, uh, and those different disciplines as such, um, is that, you know, you've got, a, a, as you say, a depth of knowledge. And, uh, you know, and that, first, that first conversation is really just to really to get to know each other and to understand whether there is a fit there, isn't it? It really yeah absolutely uh, you know a lot of times the best conversation is is just asking the right questions and and exposing perhaps gaps in in knowledge uh, gaps in experience and then understanding you know what are the right questions that we will be assisting in in responding to so I'm going to ask you this question and, and we're kind of coming to the end of the segment now but What's your favorite game? We're talking about gamification here and how it works with business. What's your favorite game? Well, I'll have to qualify it a little bit. It is a, a two-and-a-half-year-old game, but my very favorite game is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, yes. Love it. Absolutely. And, and I'll tell you why. Um, you know, there are engagement vectors that we use in developing uh, software requirements. Those engagement vectors are, are uh, length of engagement, type or variety of engagement, frequency of engagement, and then mastery of engagement. And I would say that game hits every single one of those vectors spot on. And I've heard that game described by other people, and maybe I've borrowed the term, um, as being a spiritual experience, one that just allows uh, one to insert their entire self into the virtual world of of Hyrule. <laughs> so you know, you know, you you find that if you work the game from beginning to end, it's a truly satisfying experience. You know, and and I think I hinted towards this at the beginning of the segment that uh, you know one of the things that got me into years ago, where we were trying to develop these edu games, we were way before our time because HR departments just didn't have the budgets at the time to do that, and they didn't. They just thought that classroom and um, sort of you know um, spreadsheets and and questionnaires was the best way to go. But the way I got into realizing that this is a great way to immerse somebody. You just said immerse yourself in that game. Well, what I found was taking the experience of my kids was they were being immersed into these games that they were buying. And it was from a financial, you know, uh, sort of perspective as well, because they kept coming back going, you know what, I need to I need to um, buy another game because I've just finished this one. And I asked them why. How do you how can you finish a game? And they said, well, I kept failing. And so I kept going back to it. And then I worked out how to get through that next level. And then I went on to the, and so I just did kept repeating it until um, it was, uh, I knew what to do. And I thought, you know what? That is the way that people are going to be learning, and that's the way they want to learn. So, in summary of what we've just talked about, you know, that game you just explained about, and, and the way that, you know, people are learning these days. It's a no-brainer, and um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed having you on the show today because um, I, 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 there's going to be a couple of other segments I want to do with you, uh, Bill, because, um, I, as I say, we've run out of time now, but um, you're the subject matter expert. I want to bring you back on. All right, great. I, it'd be a pleasure. 
Well, thanks a lot for joining me. Um, and, um, you know, as I say, we'll get you back on and uh, we can deep dive into uh, Zelda and um, maybe, maybe you can get to give me some tips of how to how to win Fortnite. And I'm, I keep losing against my kids. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that was uh, Bill Bronski, and of course, uh, he is the senior solutions architecture over at Globant, and he's part of their artificial intelligence uh, studio. And as you've been listening over the past few weeks, we've had some fantastic subject matter experts, and uh, and Bill just really outlined the, the the importance of really putting a digital strategy into uh, the uh, organizational structure because guess what you know we, we all know this is coming we've got a load of, of, of people that are going to be retiring soon that have got skill sets and then we're going to have a new wave of people coming in uh, that are really really uh, sort of been immersed in this in this gamification and this digital um, sort of um, yeah, ways of, of, of learning and engaging with uh, with messaging with ways of connecting with each other so so if you want more information don't forget you know you know how to find me Carl at businessclassnews.com and uh, we're going to be putting Bill's information up on uh, business classnews.com as well and um, you'll be able to reach out and, uh, and and request a meeting with those guys and find out more how to uh, put gamification and digital strategies into place with Globant. So thanks so much and uh, join you next time and don't forget be successful and enjoy yourself. Goodbye. <laughs>